Welcome to Happily Ever After is just the beginning. Keeping your relationship not just together, but happy, and we mean truly happy, is part art and part science. You've come to the right place. Here's your host, Leslie Dorries. There's a saying that women marry men hoping they will change, and men marry women hoping that they won't. In addition, one of the most common reasons why I get hired is because the partners or one of the partners feel like they have grown apart. And in truth, you will change over time. The question is how and what is the impact on your relationships? And that's what I'm going to be talking about today with my guest and author, relationship coach, Lewis Morris. So, Lewis, thanks so much for coming back on the show and talking about what I found to be a really interesting article you wrote. I appreciate you inviting me back on, Leslie. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. I, I didn't even remember the article until you sent me the invitation. <laughs> because you're just so prolific. So you wrote a piece recently that appeared on the Good Men Project titled, Why is Personal Growth So Important in Cultivating a Long-Term Relationship? And you asked the question, can two people flourish in an intimate relationship without personal growth? So what's your answer to that question and why do you answer it that way? Okay, well, the, the, the short answer is no, because... Yeah, the short answer is no, because in order for the relationship to continue to have a certain vitality, both people must grow as individuals uh, so, that, so that at the very least, they'll have new things to talk about. Right. Because if there's, you know, if there's no growth, then, I mean, what are you talking about? You're just talking about the same things every day, you know, what we're having for dinner, you know, what the, what the kids did, you know. I mean, what, what are you talking about here on a daily basis? Well, and that is such, a, such an interesting concept because, I mean, you know, we, we all take in information, and sometimes in this day and age, way too much information. And, you know, and we can't, we can't unhear or unread or unknow things. So we're, we're growing and changing whether or not we realize it, which is what I'm hearing you saying, right? I mean, and that, and that it's actually important because it allows us to connect more deeply. So did I get that? Okay, so let's, all right, let's look, let's look at it this way. Okay. So as you as you said, you know, said we're always gaining new information on a daily basis just by observation and hearing. But what I was talking about in the article is the individuals gaining beneficial information because there's okay. there's information there's information yeah. that you can get and it's no good. You know, it's just garbage. <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that that was not the intent of the article, nor is that what I am uh encouraging couples to do. I'm encouraging okay. couples to gain beneficial knowledge because beneficial knowledge is what causes you to grow. The other knowledge is, you know, the the other knowledge either uh uh makes have, makes you step back as far as uh, knowledge is concerned, or it keeps you ignorant. That's what that knowledge does. That's not what I'm talking about here. 
You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> because if, if both couples, you know what I'm saying, are just dealing with ignorance all the time, can we can we really call that growth in the relationship? Well, I would say no, um, and and that's kind of where I think this idea that relationships are natural or if you're with the right person, relationships will be easy, everything will be smooth sailing. And what I'm hearing you say is that that's not what we want, that that's actually, one, we don't want it, and two, it doesn't work. Did I, am I hearing that correctly? Yes, yes, because, yes. Okay, so... (laughs) Uh, I talked about this recently. I talked about this recently, and I compared a relationship to a business. And I know people right. don't like doing this, but but there are similarities. So if right. a, in, if a, if you start a company, you start a business, you don't go into the business with some fantasy that as soon as you start your business everybody's going to like what you're doing. People are just going to start, you know, buying yourself and buying your services. And you're going to make millions of dollars right off the cuff. You don't go right. into business like that because that's not how it works. No, you have to, you have to choose the right people. You have to have continuity between you and your team. You have to have a marketing strategy between uh, your customers and your, and your company. You know, you have to put out good products and good services like this. You, and you have to communicate that not only to the people that you work with, but to the public at large. The same okay. thing applies to relationships. It's the same thing. Right. It's no different. So what I'm, what I'm saying about the relationship is, is that there are going to be challenges in the relationship, and the more beneficial knowledge both people have, the better they are equipped to deal with those challenges. But if there's okay. no growth and challenges come up, okay, well, what, is, what are you putting on the challenges? Just more ignorance? Stupidity? Is that what, is that what you're putting on it? That's not going to help. That's not going to help at all. That's well, what I was also, talking about. <laughs> right, and also what people, what people tend to do is, is they tend to do what's comfortable, what's known, even if it doesn't work, which is, you know, it, it's, it's sort of that definition of insanity of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's like, you know, if you just keep bringing the same tools or if you only have one tool, like if you only have a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. You're constantly pounding on things, which may not necessarily be the most effective is what I'm hearing you say. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the more the, the more the couples enhance and beneficial knowledge, they, they gain better tools. You know, they get, because communication is like, you know, communication is like 90% of the relationship. You talk about everything. You talk about right. kids, you talk about work, you talk, you know, yeah. Yeah, you talk about everything. So the more information that you have in your toolbox, the better the conversation is going to be, the better, you, the better uh, equipment you have to deal with challenges that will come up in the relationship because that's the way life is. So it just makes the relationship, and it's more stimulating because each of you are coming to, the table from time to time with something new, something different that can okay. benefit the other person. You see? Mm-hmm. So you also say that 
a couple should prioritize personal growth early on in their relationship if they want it to last. And so I think what, so what I'm hearing is creating good habits early, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so when you're going through the courting process, if, if two people are, their intention is to get married, or to be in a committed relationship. There there has to be there have to be some guidelines there on how they're gonna establish it and maintain it. Right? right? So so you discuss these things in the courting period. You know, say do you do you like to uh read? How do you like to gain knowledge? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you uh do, do you watch educational videos? You know what I'm saying? You know, what type of learner are you? Are you, you know, a visual learner? Things like that. You discuss these things because these things are important to you as an individual and you want to know how your your partner who you plan on spending your life with, if that's what your intention is, you want to know how they like to gain information so that you two can work together to to grow together. You see what I'm saying? So if, if you know that your partner is a visual learner, then you're not gonna be you're not gonna bring to them books because they're they're not readers. They don't read. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you, yep. you you gather this information in order to continue to cultivate the relationship as you go forward. Well, here, so I, as as you're talking, I just have this I have just have this thought. It's like, but Lewis, isn't love all you need to make relationships work? <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. No, listen, listen. Understand something. We had this conversation. We had this conversation the, uh, last week on Clubhouse. Okay. We, a group of us were in a, in a hangout room where we talked about this. Marriage. Like, when marriage used to be about legacy, okay. uh, family structure, um, building something substantial between two people. The love would come later. Right. The love came later. That wasn't, that wasn't, that the people, people would get married before they fell in love. No, they just knew that they were compatible. They knew that they had similar values and similar principles and things like that. And then they got married. The love came later. You see what I'm saying? So, of course, when you, when you look at it from that viewpoint, you understand automatically that love is definitely not enough because plenty of people who have been married for 50 years, they weren't in love when they got married. They liked the other person. They mm-hmm. thought the other person was compatible, but they didn't love the person. They didn't love the person well, until later. Yeah, I mean, and that's such an interesting concept because, you know, because, you know and, and, and I'm a big fan of love, but as I've said before, and I've had other, other guests talk about this, the whole falling in love, that whole neurological, biological process is really about keeping our species going. And it's, you know, and it's it, this walking on air, rose-colored glasses, <laughs> all of the stuff that comes along with falling in love with somebody, um, I think is a, is a, 
you know, it's a false picture because that one, it can't last. Um, and two, we we need to go deeper than that. But then people, quote unquote, they fall out of love. I mean, the you know the the, the that horrible expression, "I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore." It's like, oh my gosh, it's making me scream. Um, you know, this this idea that you know that this is that this that we don't have any control over this. It's just something that happens. But what but what I hear you saying is that when you make that personal growth part of the process from day one, you're actually kind of protecting that idea of love or that connection because we don't stay stagnant. It's not like, oh, I've been with you for 10 years, so I know what you're going to say. I know what you think. I know what you're going to do. It's like, no, you don't. I mean, I've been with my husband almost 40 years, and sometimes I look at him going, who are you? Where did that come from? <laughs> because it's like, you know, we, we don't really, because we don't stay the same, that's what I'm hearing you say, and that we should, and that we should do it intentionally. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. You, two people should do it intentionally because uh, I, was, I was listening to an individual who's married to his wife for 50 years, you know, because I listen to people who've been married for a long time, and he right. said that, he said that there were there were certain times, you know, in the marriage where he he didn't even recognize who she was, uh-huh. and he didn't mean physically. He wasn't talking about physically. Right. He was talking right. about mentally and emotionally. He he didn't recognize it because she was consistently growing and evolving and and improving herself. That he was like, who who is this woman? You know, saying that right. I'm living with. You see that that. That that is what keeps the marriage and relationship exciting. It's not uh, it's not this Nicholas Sparks thing that we got, you know, that we get into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, because understand something when you when you when you look at these movies and you know you read these books, you know, huh? the movies what an hour and thirty minutes long. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you don't you don't see. What happens to the couple after the movie? You know what I'm saying? Because things happen. You know what I'm saying? So in order for the relationship to remain, you know, to remain uh, uh, exciting, there has to be growth on both people's part. They can't stay the same. The man can't just keep sitting on the couch for 10 years playing video games, you know what I'm saying, and eating, you know, eating pizza and inviting his friends over for football on Sunday. It's just not going to, it's not going to work. She's going to get tired of that. She's going to get tired of that sitting on the couch playing video games all the time. You know, it's sick of it. So, because what's exciting about that? Yeah, Yeah, he's doing the same thing. He's doing the same thing every Every week for ten years, he goes to work. He comes home. He plays video games. He, you know, eats pizza. He invites the guys over on Sunday afternoon to watch football. It's the same thing. She's she's gonna get she's gonna get tired of that, right? Because he's he's not bringing anything new to the table. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was trying to impart in the article. Okay, so does the happily ever after is just the beginning on WebTalkRadio.net. 
I'm Leslie Dorries, and I'm talking with author and relationship coach Lewis Morris about the importance of personal growth for your relationship. And as you just heard, the best approach is to be proactive and intentional about this growth. But if you struggle with this or feel that you and your partner are growing apart, I can help. I invite you to take a moment and send me an email or give me a call and schedule your free, no-obligation, five-star relationship call. You can reach me by phone at area code 919-924-0463. Again, that's 919-924-0463. Or you can send me an email at leslie, L-E-S-L-I, at foundationscoachingnc.com. That's F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N-S, coaching, and as a Nancy, C as in charlie.com. And I want to get back to this conversation about personal growth in your relationship. So, Lewis, you say that, and I quote, personal growth is important to relationships because it helps people become more aware of themselves and what they want from their partners. So, how does personal growth make this happen, and why is it important? Okay, so, it's the the reason I use the word personal growth because that's what I was writing about. But it's, it's an element of self-care. It's about the individual taking care of themselves, okay. being kind to themselves. And part of that, part of that is gaining beneficial knowledge. That's, that's part of self-care. If you, if you remain ignorant, if you stay ignorant, or you just are satisfied, you know, saying, uh, you know, with Instagram and TikTok and all this stuff here, you know, saying, and that's how you go through your life, you know, saying, then where, where is the self care at, really? Where is the personal growth at, really? If you're all you're taking in on the on a intellectual level, it's garbage. That's all you're taking in on a daily basis. You're not taking in anything else. So where is the self care? In that, and what in, in in a relationship situation, what are you bringing to the table? And I wrote an article about this, by the way. What are you bringing to the table besides good looks and sex? What else and are you bringing? Maybe a salary, right? You know, maybe money. <laughs> maybe money. I'm, I'm saying, for, I'm saying, for money, money is something that you buy things with. Right. You you buy things with money. But where is the intellectual and emotional stimulation that you're going to offer to your partner? Where's that at? Where are you going to show, you're going to share with them TikTok videos and, you know, Instagram posts? Is that what you're coming with? As far as intellectual and emotional stimulation, that's what you're bringing? Now, maybe the other person is pleased with that themselves. But what I'm saying is is that two people who want to build something substantial, they have more, they, they are into self-care on a different level than that. Okay. It doesn't, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that they don't do that at all. They do that. Right. But that, right. is not, that, is not how they, uh, that is not how they choose to grow as individuals. No, they read. They, they, they listen to educational things. They, they, you know, they talk to other people who are 
who are intellectually uh, stimulating. This is what they do so that they can grow as individuals and become better. That, that's well, what I thought was important in the article. Right. And so as you're talking about this, what comes to mind, and it, you know, we frequently, people will frequently do this in other areas of their lives. It's like if they want to advance in their career, they will go do some learning, take, you, you know, do workshops, get certifications, They'll, they'll, they'll do these gross things, or if you want to, you know, get better, you know, physically, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll train for a 5K, and then you'll do a 10K, and then you'll do a half marathon. I mean, you, you're, kind, you're kind of pushing yourself to grow and expand. And, you know, it's always, it's always kind of struck me as odd, maybe just kind of the weird way my brain works, is that people think that they don't have that they don't have to do anything. You know, there's nothing to learn. There's there's no growth in a relationship. It's, I found my life partner. Now, like you said, now I can sit on the now I can sit on the couch and play video games. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, I mean, it's always struck me that that somehow. I mean, and I think and I think it is because you know. There's this idea that, you know, falling in love is easy and relationships are natural and love is all you need and all these lovely little, you know, maxims or however you want to call them. And, but, but, and, then, and then they're surprised when, you know, when suddenly they look across the kitchen table and have no idea who the person is. like, who are you? And what are you doing in, you know, what are you doing in my kitchen? So, so one of the things that I think is, would be helpful is can you define personal growth and give some examples of what it looks like in terms of a relationship, in terms of, of creating this deeper, um, ever-changing foundation? Okay, so... The, one of the things that I always talk about is the two people having certain uh, passions and interests as individuals, right? Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. um, so the individual is he he likes to she likes to read he likes to work out. Uh, they both uh, spend time with their family on certain uh, times of the month. Um, they are, they like to travel, you know, they, they, uh, they're adventurous. They're not people who are afraid to try new things. All of the, all of this stuff is part of the personal growth that two people can have in a relationship with one another because they're not people who are afraid. I, I heard, um, um, uh, Stefan Speaks, he was talking about this issue. He says yeah. that one of the mistakes that men make, right, in relationships is that they try to get a woman who doesn't share the same interests as they have. And what okay. he was talking about, what he was talking about was lifestyle. That's what, that's, right. that's all he was talking about. He was saying that if he, if this individual is 
a, sim- a simple individual. He's not into the luxurious things and jet setting and, you know, and designer clothes and stuff like that. He's not into any of that stuff. Uh-huh. But he, he chooses a woman who is, right? He says all he's doing is creating problems for himself. <laughs> because that's, that's not who he is. He, he right. just created a problem. But if you want to grow in a relationship, you choose someone who has similar values as you, right, who has a similar vision, a similar lifestyle, but at the same time, both of you are into self-improvement. You're not just satisfied being the way that you are when you first met one another. That's what I'm talking about there. And You're so not satisfied is, being the same individual. Okay, so so why is that such a critical component for long-term success? Why not just because, sit back and go, eh, we're, we're good? Because you, you, you're, <laughs> you're going to, look, once you live together for a certain amount of years, there are certain, there's a certain uh, monotony that's going to take place naturally. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you have kids. You're going to have to take the kids to school. Somebody's going to have to pick the kids up. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have uh, dinner at a certain time, you know what I'm saying, on a nightly basis. You know what I'm saying? You're going to, uh, you're going to spend holidays with the family, like this, either your family or his family. There's a certain monotony that's going to take place naturally because right. of the marriage, because of the relationship. Okay, so why would you want that throughout your whole relationship? Why would you want that? Where, there's no, where nothing else new ever comes up, it's always the same. That, that's going to get really boring. And, and it's gonna, if somebody, somebody's going to want to get out. Yes. Both people, both people are not going to be satisfied like that. This is not. You know, I've, I've never met two people who were satisfied being bored all the time. <laughs> I don't know these people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, because that's not part of who we are as human beings. We want new things. We want new experiences. So if, if you're not bringing anything new, then it's just going to become boring. That's the problem. And people split because of that. Well, people it, divorce because of that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 it tends to put people into that irreconcilable differences. Now, there are some real things that are irreconcilable. You want a child, I don't. That, you can't, there, there's no split in that. Um, but, but these other things that you're talking about, you know, it, or, or just simply growing apart, which actually, you know, I, we don't grow apart. I, I, I think that it's more active than that, and you know, it, it's just that we're not putting in the energy. And please note, people, I am not saying work. Um, we're not putting in the energy to stay both interested and interesting is what I'm hearing you say. Yes. That's, yes. That's exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, so... There's a uh, there's an article and it's still on Medium by a writer who's fantastic. Her name is Mary Beth Gromick. She wrote a she wrote an article called "There Two uh, Why Do Women Lose Interest 
She said there are two reasons. And the two reasons that she gave, she says that the man is no longer fascinating to the woman. He's boring now. Right? He's not coming with nothing new. He's not striving to improve. And he is no longer fascinated with her. This is why she lo- this is why she loses interest. He's not fascinated, and he's not fascinated with her. That's a problem. And this is so this is these are things. The other way around? Huh? Does it work the other way around? Do men lose interest because their wives are no longer fascinated or fascinating? Uh, no, no, it's not no, it's not that way. No. Not the other way around. And I'm going to tell, tell you why. Because, the, the, listen, stay with me. The reason, the reason is like the man who, like the man I was telling you about who was married to the woman for 50 years. Uh-huh. Remember? Right? Uh-huh. He, he said that one of the things that kept the relation, their marriage so fresh is that he, at certain periods, he didn't even recognize her. He didn't know who she was because she was always evolving and growing as an individual. So he was what? He always, he was fascinated with her because at certain points he didn't recognize her. Right. So he always, he always remained fascinated with his wife because of the growth. The, the point that Mary Beth is making and the point that we, we want to drive home here is that women are different than men. Yes, they if are. A man, if a man, if a man becomes lazy, uninspired, irresponsible, she, she may continue to love him, but she will lose respect for him. And yep. once that happens, the marriage is over. Yeah, it's, it's finished. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So this is this Absolutely. is what right. So this is why it's not like it's not like the other way around. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not really like that. You yeah, see what I'm saying? I, I, well, I'm going to argue. I think it is. I I do think that because I'm not going to let I'm not going to let my gender off the hook. Um, I mean, I, I do think that it does go both ways, that, you know, that sometimes women can get lazy or maybe not that sorry word, or maybe just too comfortable, um, you know, and not, and not continue to, to grow. But something else I want to say before we, before we wrap up is that one of the things, and, and personal growth is, is one aspect of this, but when we bring new back into the relationship, when, when one partner brings new in, it, it reignites all those neurochemicals, the neurotransmitters that were going on when we fell in love. It, it's, you know, it's not going to be exactly the same, um, but you, you, know, you talked about traveling and trying new things and doing these things together um, that, that brings that aliveness back to the relationship. And so I want people to understand that, that you know, that these are, you know, that these are good things 
and and it's okay to have different you know some different interests because then you know you can you can bring it to the table whether it's an article you read or or you know something you know a, a movie you watched or an edu- something educational that you happen to to see on on television or the internet of course be careful cuz not everything on the internet is true oh, i know that's shocking uh, but, but, you know, but it's this idea that you know i i guess i guess what i'm hearing from you and what what i took away from the article is that personal growth is how you keep complacency and boredom out of your out of your marriage yes exactly okay. you, you know it, yeah, you got you're gonna be dealing with enough monotony as it is because you're in a long term uh right. committed relationship. So you don't you don't want your whole marriage to be that way. That's that's the point. You don't want that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean and I and I think too many people um Settle because they don't because they don't know about this, which is really why I wanted to have you on the show to talk about this because this is this is not something that's commonly talked about, you know. It's and and it really is. I agree with you. I think it's a critically important component because you know it's you know it's it's what keeps us alive, interested, interesting. And I'm so glad that you wrote the article. Can you share where people can find your articles? I know you said I know you said Medium. Do you write for Medium? Do your articles appear on Medium? Yes, yes, I write. Okay. Yeah, I write for Medium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Medium.com. Yeah, you can find all of them over there. Okay, and and where else can they find them? They can find them on the website uh, LewisMorrisCoaching.com. That's L-O-U-I-S. My mother didn't like the E and the W. M-O-R-R-I-S coaching.com Okay, Lewis, we're obvious we're obviously children, you know, children, you know, siblings from different parents because my mother spelled my name wacky too. So I'm not saying that your name is spelled wacky. Mine actually is spelled really wacky cuz she left the ER. So thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> That's anyway, right. you know, it, it, please please go read Lewis's articles. He has some fascinating information and he's got a really great take on relationships because the truth is, a relationship is made up of you, your partner, and what you create together. If you change any one of those things, the other two will change as well. And being intentional about those changes is what will allow all three of them to thrive. It's also, as you've been hearing today, a way to strengthen all of them. If you're, taking, if you're engaging in personal growth, you're growing. If your partner's in great, engaging in personal growth, they're growing, which means your relationship is going to be growing, not stagnating, not dying. So hopefully one of the things that you will intentionally do for your relationship is to keep listening to this show. And until next week, stay loving.